comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Time to try the blueberry. All right, you're trying something. I'm gonna go back on my old tried and true. What do you got here? Oh yes. I got my mini absolute zero monster energy. And I've got my blueberry Red Bull. I I, I just and had I, the and I have last, last week or last episode, which was five minutes ago. I had the cranberry. Now I'm gonna try the blueberry. And see what I think of that. Hmm. Not bad. Very smooth. So so was I right in what I said earlier? About the cranberry being having more of an edge and the blueberry being more of a relaxing beverage. By a small amount, maybe. I like okay. them both quite a bit. I don't know which I'd say I like more. I gotta try the lime now, but they're both really good. Is this one of those things where you vote on one and it saves it, or? I hope not. I hope they're just around from now on. That's awesome. Like those chicken and waffle chips that were the most delicious things oh, in the world. Those are actually pretty good. I was surprised. Um, welcome to Jersey Shore. Yes. This is not the Jordan Pierce sit around drinking stuff. Oh, but wait, it is, really. This is an episode where we're... Oh, I'm Jordan. Yeah, I'm, I'm Pierce. Uh, today we're going to be talking The Amazing Spider-Man, or more contemporarily, just, The Superior Spider-Man. Just Spider-Man. We're going to be talking Spider-Man in general. Spider-Man. We could talk about Pyro-Man. 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 I don't really want to talk about Pyro-Man. Oh, well, Pyro-Man. Uh, we got a stack of comics in front of us, or between us. Yep. So there is going to be... <laughs> Slight, like, there's going to be a major spoiler for Spider Man yeah. that's already as of when we record this, four months, months old, old, and by the time you hear it, will be a month older. But if you want to know nothing about what's happened to Spider Man over the last year or ever, don't listen. But to be fair, you should be used to spoilers at this point in our podcast. <laughs> and, and and this story made like national headlines, so yeah, yeah more mean, like national people complaining on the internet. Yeah, but, but yeah. it was like CNN reported on it and stuff, so. Last warning, Peter Parker is dead. Kind of. Okay. Dr. Octopus found a way to switch his brain with Peter Parker's brain, putting Peter Parker in Doc Ock's body, and Doc Ock in Peter Parker's body. Otto as Pete, then killed Pete as Otto. It was weird. <laughs> and so... Yeah. And so now, Dr. Otto Octavius is Spider-Man yep. in Peter Parker's body, and he has... Peter the Friendly Ghost hanging around, yeah. who is trying to regain control of his body because he's still in there. I mean, if you want to look at it, technically, he's not dead. He's just, his brain patterns are being suppressed yeah. by Doc Ox. He's trying um, to take back over. And he's able to go through all of Ox's old memories and yada, yada, yada. For so that is the that, current status yes. quo. Current status quo. Should we rewind and say our introduction to Spider-Man? When did you start... In the the comic narrative, because you've been reading longer than I have, I, I guess I can go ahead and start. Um, if, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah. I picked up, I mean, I watched the show as a kid, you know, when Peter Parker was super jacked. and um, Which show? Because there was several in the area that, in the time frame that you could have been talking about. I think about. it was just like the, well, there was only the one, wasn't it? With there the, was Amazing Spider-Man, there was the Spectacular Spider-Man. What was the, the one? The one where he went to space. It was like Earth 2. Was like this oh, parallel oh thing. that was with the one with the animals and all that jazz. I think there was a lot of with the animals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the creator, I think was the bad guy or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. I love uh, the costume. 
I don't remember a lot about that show, except I remember John Jameson was involved in the beginning, and like the Soviets yeah. hitched a ride on the space show. Yeah, basically, basically he went up, uh, Jameson's son, so John, uh, went up in space, and they're like, oh no, there's something wrong with the shuttle, and it's supposed to be a trans-dimensional flight or whatever. Um, and Peter Parker's like, oh, I gotta go save my friend, and he ends up saving him, but going into a different dimension and has to find his way back. What's that show called now? It's gonna bother um, me. Not superior. And it wasn't like not spectacular. 2099 or anything like no, that. No, no, I love Spectre 2099. That's a completely different thing that happens in the future. Yeah. People are yelling at their iPods yes. right now. Anyway. Like three of you are really angry at us right <laughs> yes. now. And everybody's like, what? Um, so more just the amazing stuff. Just the, the amazing stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. That was the introduction to Venom, who I think is tied with Magneto for my favorite Marvel villain. Your introduction to Venom. Yeah, okay. exactly. And so, yeah. So that was really my introduction you know, I knew about Spider-Man, watched the first three films, hated, you know, emo to- Tobey Maguire uh, with everyone else. And then about a little over a year ago, I think going on a year and a half now, I uh, got into comics. I had started with Green Lantern, but I think uh, my second title that I picked up was, in fact, um, Spider-Man. At my um, urging, possibly. Well, I think I, I, going into Marvel, I was, Spider-Man was the top of my list. I just didn't know what the main book was, and so I did come to you and ask for advice, and you did point out that it was the perfect time to start because it was the lead into Spider Island, mm. um, and so that was that actually, might have been actually two years ago now at this point then. Uh, yeah, it's going on. It's at least a year and a half, I think, at this point in time. That's pretty much where I picked up Spider Island, um, issue six six six. Actually, I think was the first one. So it might have been a little ominous uh, for that. Dun dun dun. Exactly. Dun. And then since then, I've pretty much followed Spider Man. Uh, the main title, picked up the side books, like I'm a big Venom guy, like I mentioned, so I've been reading Venom, and it's tie-ins with that. Scarlet Spider I picked up when that started as the branch off. Haven't read Avenging, that's not been on my, my uh, roster, if you will. And uh, and yeah, so I'm continuing to follow it, and that's pretty much uh, where I jumped in. You've been reading, I don't know how much longer than I have. Oh, a long time. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean, it's a good thing you jumped in first, Pierce, because I actually, I don't know when I first became familiar with Spider-Man. Okay. I, I mean, in many ways, the character was so ubiquitous when I was growing up that... Oh, yeah, he was on our underwear, you know, our PJs. Not on mine, but... Well, whatever. <laughs> um, but I was just... I was familiar with the character. I vaguely remember the show you're talking about. Yeah. I have actual memories of watching the one that I can't remember the name of with space and thinking it was weird, but it was still yeah, Spider-Man. It was so weird. But I was still familiar with the character. And again, I don't know from where. Because this yeah. was before the movies... Saw all the movies in theaters. Um, never, I mean, I, I when I was younger, they always talk about things that didn't hold up, but um, I kind of enjoyed the movies. Going back to them, I really don't like the first three. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. I really liked The Amazing Spider-Man. I just feel like they nailed the characters more. I haven't actually gotten around to watch Really? It. Yeah. Okay. But in terms of the comics, I do know when I started reading the comics vaguely. It was when they rebooted, not rebooted, but when they renumbered Spider-Man, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man with Volume 2... Late 90s, early 2000s. Wait, that was only Volume 2? Oh, yeah. They volume did. 1 was 50-whatever till now? 60. Till, 60, 60 whatever. 60 till 90? Yeah, it was like 500-some-odd issues, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. And so then they renumbered... They, there might have been other renumberings in there, but it was always... Volume 2 was the one that started around the time I started reading. Okay. But anyway... The public library. There's a there's an old <laughs> notion for you. The pub, but the I love. I grew. I practically grew up in the public library as much as I grew up in my parents' church or any other place. Yeah, I was at the library all the time. My family would go there. 
we, I would spend hours there. I, I've read thousands of books as a kid. Unfortunately, I don't get much of a chance to read now, but I, I mean, I probably read more books by the time I was 16. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you have insomnia. You can, you can read whatever you want, okay? I probably read more books by the time I was 16 or 17 than most people will read in a lifetime, and that's not like tooting my horn, because like, I, I haven't read a book in forever. Really? I've read like maybe maybe four books in the last five years. Really? Really. I'm not not counting textbooks. Yeah. And and it's a shame because yeah. I used to I used to read constantly, hundreds of pages a day, no problem, day and night, driving or riding not driving. This is before I was driving. <laughs> before texting and driving, um, I was reading. But I, I would read constantly. So when the library all of a sudden I saw, oh, this Spider Man and it would have been late twenties, early thirties when I would have first started See, when I first started seeing it at the library, they got it in monthly. Early thirties uh, of volume two. Oh, issue was okay. Yeah. I'm like, you're not thirty yet. <laughs> yeah, the, the late twenty issues. Okay, okay, the early thirties. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I think I went back. They might have had all the way back to one of the renumbering. Oh, really? Eventually, so, so I eventually found them. I think yeah. so. I started reading there. It's over ten years ago. I know that. Okay. It would have been around nine eleven because I remember when they got that black issue in the very famous. I think Spider Man thirty eight. Yeah. Um, Amazing Spider Man thirty eight. So I read all. The, I would read those issues as they came into the library. Mm-hmm. So this was like I said about two thousand one. So this is before I can drive. Okay. Uh, a couple years before I can drive. By my parents' church, there was a place called still is called Pack and Sack or Pack a Sack. Which is I thought, it was in, I thought there was an in apostrophe, but I yeah. think it's apostrophe A apostrophe sack. Pack okay, sack. all right. Um, but it's just a little local convenience store. And hey, what do teenagers stuck in church all Sunday want to do? Smoke. Get out of church. Well, not so much for me, but yeah. I wanted to go anywhere else, and oh, so the true. place I could sneak off to was across the street. Yep, this place, Pack Sack, super sketchy. Yeah, well, actually, it's a pretty nice, normal place, but. They have a, they had, I don't know if they still do, but at the time they had a spinner rack. Yeah, they still do, actually. I was there a couple months ago. Oh, were you really? Okay. So, I started, I mean, I had, like, no money at this time. I'm yeah. still, like, 13 or 14 or something, but on the meager allowance I had, I would buy maybe an issue a week or something. So, I was, yeah. I read some X-Men. I read, I think it was Hulk Transamerica, I think it might have been called. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I just had this image of him in a biker jacket, like on a Harley. Well, it was America. him across America, but it was like him meeting... I have a very vague recollection of this. I saw the issues. I should read them. They're actually... I remember them being very good, actually. But just like these other mutated people throughout America, mutated by gamma radiation, and, that, and then there was some Spider-Man issues. And then I would also, whenever... We went to a place called the Columbus Farmers Market, which Pierce knows. Yep. It's a fairly well known for this area. Of I think it's farmers it's market. Arguably, it's, yeah, since Pennsylvania, I think it's arguably the biggest. And there, there's there. an outdoor portion, which is probably what most people know, which is the yeah. big like Thursday morning. I think where you can buy any stolen item that you could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah, if you want something bootleg, it's there. <laughs> um, I, I remember hearing on Smodcast once Kevin Smith was talking with his friends, and they mentioned, "I was like, I live ten minutes from there. I know what that place is." Also, a lot of Amish people, so if you think, really want to see what an Amish person looks like, come on either, down. I think it might be technically Mennonite, but that's beside the point. True, it I think they is. label themselves as Amish, even though they're not. But yeah. great food. They make amazing donuts. Mm. Oh my, so many calories. They know so their good. way around dough. Like, it's <laughs> fantastic. But for me, there was this comic shop. There was a comic shop, and really, looking back, it was a pretty awful comic shop. If, if it's the what is now the collectibles place... I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. That's a sorry shape of a. Yeah, it's really kind of gross. It's more like a hoarder's 
Yeah, it's really yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you dive into the like and, and if, if of somehow the owner of that shop ever listens, I'm sorry, but it's just and there was clean also, up your shop. There was also uh, a magazine store a little yeah, way right down next there, door. Yeah, yeah. and that would have some comics sometimes. So I picked up some Star Wars comics. I picked up Spider Man comics, yeah. and I feel like there was an, uh, the Ocean City as well. There's a comic shop down there where you, uh, on the boardwalk, Seventh Street, I believe Seventh Street Surf Shop. I think is what it's called. Fifth Street Surf Shop. Just a little thing, but there's a guy who sells uh, comics and, and toys there. I don't think it's there anymore. I don't remember. Because, yeah, I was just there. I'm pretty sure it's but, not there. So when I, we would go there sometimes, I would I would spend, I don't care about the beach, I'd go in there, and I'd buy <laughs> back issues and found all kinds of stuff there. And yeah. that's where I really got a lot of my fundamentals in there from comics. And I say fundamentals, we're talking mostly <laughs> crappy 90s it's comics, but some good stuff too. Yeah. And so in there somehow I started buying... The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And I really latched on to this as a book I like, written by J. Michael Straczynski, who, I, I, you know, people had some complaints about his writing. They didn't like the whole mystical angle he took. I really enjoyed it. Ooh. The spider totem and all that. And I don't even know if you're familiar with that. Nope, not a clue. Okay, well, I liked it. And it's, it's actually... <laughs> I'm just imagining all the different directions. Are you still reading it. Scarlet Spider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the stuff that's very important in there right now. Oh, With okay. the whole tarantula thing in it. Which is the... I, I, I gotta get it makes a lot more sense if you've read the previous stuff. Okay, from ten years. About ago. To say, right, yeah, if I go back ten years, I'll finally understand this weird thing they're doing now. Well, it, it, I don't know. If you'll understand it more, but you'll be more like appreciative. You just be like, "Oh, that's cool. They're bringing it back." So anyway, I started reading myself. I, I have a I have an unbroken collection of the Amazing Spider-Man, starting around volume two, issue forty-five. I think is like. 44, 45, if I were to look at my long box. Yeah. My, my Spider-Man long box. Spidey. Um, well, one of them. The At this point, I have several Spider-Man long boxes. Goes back, my amazing run goes back to around 45. And around that time, because you said you weren't familiar with this renumbering, yeah. they did something I thought was actually pretty cool, in that they were bringing back the original numbering, because they were getting close to issue 600, I think, uh, in that, for, the, for like five to ten issues before that switch, I don't remember which, they had both numbers. On the cover. Oh, okay. So it would be issue 45 and issue 565. I don't know the exact numbers, but whatever it was. And so then it might actually have been at issue 6... I don't think it was issue 600. Maybe it was, though, or maybe it was 550 or 575. The switch was just made back completely. Um, So that was cool. And I think it was also... Um, if this year's the 50th anniversary of Spider-Man, that might have been the 40th. So it might have been the 40th anniversary issue. Okay. I don't remember exactly. So I've been reading The Amazing Spider-Man with my own issues since then. Okay. Like, like buying it every month. You know, at, at, that, at that point, I was either around comic shops enough or I had my driver's license so I could go to them myself. Yeah. Um, my mom wasn't huge on comics. Still probably wouldn't be, but... My mom's not. My dad kind of grew up with, with that. Like, his best friend had, you know, issued the first 15 issues, Spider-Man, X-Men, all those things. So, he's he was more cool with it, yeah. So, I've been reading ever since, and I have, like I said, an unbroken collection. I have some issues of Peter Parker's Spider-Man that ended right around that time, so I have, like, maybe the last 8 to 10 issues of that. I do have one random issue when he was Prodigy. So oh, that's from the mid-90s. Is that I what think, that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Prodigy, I like edition. Prodigy costume. Uh, Are you really the yeah. gold with the with the little wings and the, it's the better weird? than Hornet? I never saw the Hornet. I one, think it was Hornet. There was four stingers. 
It was a couple different characters. It was yeah. A, I know he had like three or four. Yeah. I yeah. It's, so. it's complicated. It's the nineties. It's very complicated, <laughs> and not usually the way. But I do have a lot of nineties issues, Clone Saga stuff, twenty ninety nine stuff. Yeah. That I got from down the short. So I read Peter Parker Spider Man. I've read a lot of the tie in stuff. I read all of this current um, version of Venom, the current volume yeah. of Venom, all the current volumes. Oh, I'm Spider. actually behind on Venom because yeah. I read the last volume of Venom, which was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I did read that. I have all of that. And then there was some ancillary titles I didn't pick up. Like, there was one that was just called Spider-Man. And I heard... It was like an anthology series type thing. Didn't I read the first couple issues. Didn't really do a whole lot for me. It was one that was all about the villains, I think. I didn't read too many of them. Especially because this was around the time when Spider-Man went to three issues a month. Oh, um, that's rough. It was. I like it, actually. But So it was like, I'm not going to buy these other Spider-Man books... And then it went to twice a month, and, and, and I read Avenging Spider-Man, which ends very soon and becomes Spectacular Spider-Man Team-Up, I think, and I'll pick up, I will pick up that one. Okay. That's a little uh, funky name, but okay. It's something like that. I, I forget. But, well, I mean, that's what Avenging Spider-Man is. Oh, yeah. Right? No, it's, it's, yeah. Spider-Man it's like Batman Brave of the Bold, but yeah. Right, but, I mean, Marvel, going back, has had a long history of Spider-Man team-up books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man and Amazing Friends, that kind of thing. And they actually, I like them. I forgot about Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. Oh, the TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a book, it might have had a slightly different title, I don't remember. So Spider-Man's really, in terms of main DC Marvel, I mean, I, I like Cable, I like Deadpool and stuff, but Spider-Man, yeah. Peter Parker, is my yeah. my character. Uh, also, let me say I'm very well uh, knowledgeable in the realm of Spider-Man and Batman. So the YouTube this is probably pre YouTube show. It's probably from like I don't even know the world. Or something. Well, yeah, it's probably ancient, but yeah, Spider Man. So for the last ten years plus, slightly over ten years, anything Spider Man. So I own everything through the end of the Amazing Spider Man, which then became the Superior Spider Man. Oh, also I do want to say I did watch one episode of the new Spider Man cartoon, in which he does not web sling through the city. He owns a motorcycle that shoots webs out of both ends, and then he rides on the webs. Which Pierce thinks is dumb. I think, I think it's, it's the, the best thing, thing ever. Nope. <laughs> that sounds hilarious and fits with the tone of that show, which is geared towards younger kids. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, where, where the team is like Nova and uh, Iron Fist that are all kids. I'm like, this is weird. But And in terms of Spider-Man cartoons, I haven't watched a lot of them, honestly. I heard really good things about the MTV one, like... I think those... There was an MTV one? Oh, yeah, it ran for like two seasons, and oh. it was like really hot, well-regarded... Um, it was like the last thing Sony did before Marvel ba- bought back the TV rights to Spider-Man. Okay. So people were actually really upset when it ended, but I think, I think it was Spectacular Spider-Man, I think it was called, or Sensational Spider-Man. Something like that. One yeah. of those. Um, there's so many adjectives for Spider-Man. Yeah, that he, he, the years. If they pick an adjective, it's probably described Spider-Man at some point. But, uh, so I, I'm not this familiar with that. Movies, I've seen all of them. The, yeah. the TV stuff, not as much. Little bits here and there. But mostly for me, it's 616 Spider-Man. I haven't read a lot of Ultimate. I, have, I should say, that is one thing I forgot. I just started reading all the back issues of Ultimate. What I've read, I've really liked, I should yeah. say. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And I think I think a large portion of that is Bendis' writing, who's a name I actually know, so that's a congratulatory for me. I know a name. And I just really like his writing in general, and I think our, the direction he's taking with Spider-Man. And I think it's just nice to see a bit of the alternate world thing, because I don't read Ultimate. It's a nice little change of pace to see, you know, different ideas, society things there. But Superior is the current Spider-Man title. Where I think we might have said it at the beginning, th- but yeah, we, we Otto Octavius is Spider-Man. 
in Peter Parker's body, and Peter Parker's mind is in there somewhere. Clawing he's, he's got like the, he's got the Star Wars blue ghost thing going. Yeah, on. Yeah, and he can occasionally, if he really puts all of his effort into it, all of his emotion yeah. can stay Otto's hand a little bit. Otto's still not entirely sure what's going on with that. He can tell something's weird, but and um, I think where we're at. I mean, spoilers, but you guys should know that by now. People are starting to pick up something's different. Yeah, they're, they're um, starting to, to notice Peter's acting very strangely. Let's rewind just a little bit. What did you think of the switch from Amazing to Superior? How it played out in the plot? How it played out, the transition in general. Like, I'll, I'll start by saying, you know how I thought about the change. I know you've told me. Off the top of my head, I couldn't remember exactly. And they don't. So why don't you say, oh, I was going to break down for them anyway. So listen up. Buckle in, because you're in for a ride. Alright, I knew going in... Alright, so they announced before that it wasn't going to be Peter in the suit. And once they switched bodies, it was pretty obvious that, okay, they're going to stick with the auto thing. Body swap things, I know, never last. Obviously, they're going to bring him back. Obviously, Spider-Man, in the long run, is not going to turn into a villain. You know, they're not going to do that to, to probably their biggest selling character, or almost... Single character, I think. Yes. That's not on a team. Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, there may be some team books that sell higher, but I'd about to say Avengers might sell a little bit better. X Men mm, might, maybe. Actually, I don't think X Men is right now, but I, I'd have to check. But Spider Man has for a while been been top. the biggest single character, so, aside from maybe Wolverine. Yeah, well, Wolverine he just because that. he's in literally everything. But but I mean, just um, for solo books. Yeah. So yeah, they're not going to turn him into a villain. I knew that. My my difficulty comes in. This is the plot line that they're making this change based on. The, like, the mind swap. The, the, yeah. Their whole new line is based on this story arc. Really? Like, I don't think it's a bad arc necessarily. And uh, like we were talking about before, uh, earlier tonight, when before we started podcasting, starting with issue five, I like the direction it's going. It took several issues for me to, to really get into it. But as a new series launching... I don't think it has the real strength of story behind it. But, again, I, like I said, starting with issue 5, they've introduced a couple new characters, like his uh, tutor, quote-unquote, if you will. I really like her. This, uh, macaroni, I think? I, I don't think it's Macaroni, because I don't think it's a... It's a, it's a uh, I think her last name was Macaroni. It was no. something pasta-related. <laughs> I think it might have sounded pasta-related. I'm going to flip through the issue. I don't maybe. think she's actually in that issue. Not in this one. I've got not in seven. Well. A couple of the most recent issues in front of me. Yeah, she's definitely in that one. I, th- I thought it was like Marconi, like the mob person. Uh, from Batman? Yes. Oh, that's what it's from. I was like, I know him from somewhere. But anyway, that is the... Oh, it is Marconi. I've been reading it as Macaroni. <laughs> and I thought it was weird that they'd give this particular character a funny name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they gave they gave a, but a she, small But there was a lot of focus on her making him pasta, wasn't there, in the first no, time? Just that it was dinner. Just that she made him dinner. But wasn't it pasta? I don't know. It was something something fancy. Okay, whatever. Okay. This, we're, we're, yeah, they introduced a couple characters I really like. They also seriously sidetracked a couple characters that I thought was interesting. Because they made a big deal of saying that Mary Jane and, and Peter... And, well, well, true, Carly. But they made a big deal of saying Peter's going to be back with Mary Jane, but it's not going to be Peter. And I was like, oh no, what does that mean? Or Spider-Man's going to be back with Mary yeah, Jane. Yeah, exactly. And then they've kind of sidelined her for a while. The last several issues she hasn't been in. And so, you know, they're making some switches that, you know, I, you know, I kind of like the direction they're going with it. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, what are they going to do when it's Peter again? Is it going to go back to Amazing? 
you know, are they going to count the superior title numbers as issues of Amazing? Like, you know, it's just one of those things where I like the story arc, but I feel like it could have been kept as a long story arc within Amazing, and that it didn't need to be the publicity stunt in New that I think that they were going for. Okay, so. well, I'll back up a little bit um, and and say, and I've said a little bit of Sunlight to Dudes before, but so here's the thing. Like I said, I've been reading this for a while. Amazing ended in 700. The Amazing Spider-Man ended with issue 700. Oh, yeah, it did, it did. And that's where, well, the swap doesn't happen there. It happens a couple issues before that, but that's where Otto and Peter's body kills Peter and Otto's body. Well, more just Peter in Otto's body dies. dies. But yeah. yeah. This was first, the story arc was first set into motion in issue 600 of The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, yes. granted, for a large period of that time, Amazing Spider-Man was shipping three issues a month, and the other portion it was shipping two issues a month. But still, yeah. that is 100 issues worth of time this story has been set up to an extent. Was every issue, issue, yeah, was about was to say, nowhere near every issue. No, I, th- I, think, I think Otto showed up in maybe 10 to 15 of those issues. Now, yeah, we should say the setup is that Otto was dying. He's dying. because, And I thought this was cool. In issue 600, he comes back and he's almost mummified in a, in a robotic skeleton cocoon yeah. with octopus arms. Yeah. Basically, the idea is, well, how does Peter beat Doc Ock every time? He gets in close enough, he distracts Doc Ock, he punches him in the face. Yeah. And there's a whole montage, I think, in issue 600... Where you see this over and over again through the years. Yeah. So all this brain and spinal trauma has destroyed Otto Octavius's body, yeah. and now he is dying. That's set up in issue 600. And a few more issues go by, do other things, he shows up again. 20 more issues, he shows up again, you know, etc. and so forth. Little things would happen with him where it was clear they were setting up something. Yeah. Then you have Spider Island, which we already talked about, mm-hmm. where that played into a little bit. Then you had Ends of the Earth. Which which I will say is a really stark contrast. And that's one of the, one of the difficulties I have. So, Ends of the Earth, Doc Ock's like, oh, I'm going to help you guys out. I want to I wanna have a nice little change of heart. Ha <laughs> ha, no, I'm going to kill all of you suckers. Also, one of the issues of that little story arc, uh, Spider-Man punched Al Gore in the face. It wasn't technically Al Gore, but... But it was amusing. It was, it was um, very funny. Yes. Regardless of your political affiliations, <laughs> because mine and Peter's are very different, <laughs> both found it very funny. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so Doc Ock literally set out to kill everyone in the world. And so I, I did find it a little hard to believe, even through the touching montage that happened in issue 700, that Doc Ock made this huge change of, art, of heart from wanting to kill literally everyone on Earth for being stupid and ignorant to wanting to protect them because he has the same memories as Peter Parker now. And so, yeah, I found that a little hard to reconcile. So, But it does continue along this plot, this plot that's been going since yeah. 600 at this point. Things happen, things, things happen, things happen, then all of a sudden you realize, oh, in issue 697, I believe, the switch has been made. And then yeah. building up to 700 where Peter dies, or Peter kind of dies. So for me, beyond anything else, the simple fact that, they were a- that Dan Slott was able to string this along for 100 issues building this up is an achievement and very cool. Six ninety nine, seven hundred. I thought were good issues. I don't I wouldn't say they're the best issues ever, yeah. but I thought it worked as a transition. And you say yeah. was it worth making it a big publicity stunt and changing the title? Yes, because it sells more issues. I mean, that's and what it comes down to. At the yes, end of this day. is an art. This is uh, entertainment. It is all a business. It is beyond everything else. If they don't sell issues, the they're company doesn't exist. You don't get any comic books. Or tie-ins or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
So did it need to be done? From a financial standpoint, yes. This was a good move. Does it, is it going to bother somebody that the issue numbers change? Yeah, and too, too bad. Either they buy or they don't. Yeah. Will, it, will the numbers of Superior carry on to Amazing when they bring it back? Probably, if only because that's what they did with Fantastic Four and FF. Just, is it? Okay. Yeah, when, when, when Fantastic Four ended, yeah. um, they went for 12 issues of FF, which were then rolled into the numbering to bring back for, I think it was um, Fantastic Four 700, and then both series continued, which was, yeah. that was a weird one. Especially, yeah, that is weird now. Especially when you that. go back to reread them and have to figure out when they were released, but that's a, a side <laughs> point. It's still an amazing series, uh, Fantastic Four and FF. But, so maybe they will, maybe, maybe they'll just go to Volume 3 and do Amazing Spider-Man number 1. Yeah. And I don't care either way. As long as the stories are good, I don't care if you put every digit of pi to like, you know, 100 on yeah. it. It doesn't matter to me. But regardless of how they got there, yes, it's a very comic book tropey type thing to do. Oh, yeah. It's goofy. But how they got there and what they've done since they've been there, to me, are two, are two separable things. And, and I've been happy with it since before issue five, where you were started to really feel like, oh, this is becoming something. Yeah. But I've been very happy with what they've done with it. It's one of those things yeah. where, yeah, you've got to be kind of clever and dance around some things to make it work. But once you're there, this is a really cool story to tell. And I'm yeah. really liking how they're doing it with Ock trying to be a hero, but failing at almost every turn. Trying See, to be better than Peter, but still managing to be worse. And learning through these experiences and really changing the character. I mean, for me, what's most interesting about this, regardless of how it plays out, is yeah. Peter will be back. That's oh, a foregone okay. conclusion. Peter will oh. be back. He'll be Spider-Man. Might be a couple years from now. I don't know. I, 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 I doubt it. I, I think he will be back in the suit as Spider-Man by the time Amazing Spider-Man 2 comes out. I, can, I would almost put oh, money on yeah. that. But the real interesting thing to me is, what happens to Otto Octavius after this? Because I don't see I'm them wondering. killing him off... But his body is certainly dead, and now he's going to have. Especially if he's the villain in one of the upcoming movies. Yeah, although I certainly not for two. So by, by the time they get to three, though, you can change so many things in comics. You know, yeah, it's, that's true. Um, to me, that's a real interesting thing because I've never been a Doc Ock fan until issue six hundred, and now even before he became Spider Man, I was like, this is a cool version of this character. This yeah. is, and not that oh, extreme or something, but it's interesting. And this is just making him even more interesting. So I'm most interested, which is you know, just saying the same word over and over again, <laughs> but to see what they do with him after this is all done. Yeah. What happens to Otto, and how? where does he go from here after this and experiment's I, all yeah. over? Backtracking a little bit to what you said about him failing at every turn. I felt the first four issues... Were well, not really failing at every turn, but failing in the eyes of the world, maybe. The, but the, the first four issues, I felt like... I think what I like about five and, and now up to seven is that it is the stark contrast that I was talking about. Or I should say less of the stark contrast. You see how this guy could be someone that would want to burn the world, but at this moment in time is trying to be a hero. Like, the first three, four issues, I get it. It just seems like a moody Peter Parker. I didn't really get the Doc Ock feel of it, but issue, what is it, six, I think it is? That's Five, issue six. Seven, six. Out, out. Uh, so this is issue six with uh, these two complete full characters, uh, Jester and Screwball, who the the issue opens up with them pieing and pantsing, you know, Mayor Jameson. Yeah. So, you know, they seem to be in it for the jokes, 
Turns out, you know, screwballs fishing for everyone that clicks on their links and, you know, is actually stealing their bank accounts. So, you know, but it's not any major world-ending crime. They throw, what, I think, like, paint balloons at, at him and he flips, goes... There's a bunch of adjectives I want to use that are all inappropriate for me to say right now, but goes crazy, tears him apart. This is an issue after he just murdered another villain. Exactly. He actually flat out murdered someone with a gun who broke down crying in front of him, which I guess we'll never know if that was real or not. Because I don't, well, I mean... It, it was a character called Massacre who yeah. was unable to feel any emotion, and all of a sudden in this moment where Spider-Man points a gun at him, suddenly does and realizes... Basically, I had a breakthrough, and Spider-Man blows yeah. away. And, and not in like a, you know, oh, the villain says he has a breakthrough. Like, he's actually crying. A man that says he has no emotions is crying. There's got to be something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I can see that violent tendency finally showing through. And I think that's what I like, because it is clearly Ock now. It's not, yeah. And issue six and seven was the Avengers really taking notice and going, uh, we have a problem here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know what's going on, but they know this is, so we've got to do something. Yeah. And that's for me, this is for me, again, where it starts to get really fascinating and I've got to know what happens next. I'm really enjoying the issues. And the Avengers stuff, a lot of people are even liking it better than the main book. I, I like I both. guess, yeah, I, that was that, I haven't read Avengers, and I guess that's how people know that something's wrong with him is because, you know, they're interacting with him in, in those other books. Yeah, he interacts with Thor in one issue. He yeah, interacts with uh, the FF in another. Okay. And there's uh, the X-Men were in one. Uh, there's only been a couple. And the most recent one is him interacting with a non-Avengers character. And he was in the actually main Avengers books in a way that was very clearly Ock, too. Well, yeah, well it was interesting because Hickman, didn't I guess, didn't find out until he had already written some of the issues. But so what it was is in timeline, the first three issues, it's Peter Parker. Yeah. And then issue four is where it switches, and you really see that in the character. And it's actually, I mean, Hickman, a lot of people don't think that Hickman can't write characters for some reason. <laughs> they, they feel like he only does big plots and he doesn't get characterization. And to, to be fair... He made X Nihilo, who I definitely in love with. In some issues, plot does take a little bit of preference over character, certainly in the beginning of his runs. Yeah. But when he does flesh everybody out, he can write some really well-fleshed out and interesting characters. And his take on Superior Spider-Man was hilarious. Was downright, like, just mean. Like, and, and mean in a way, not like mean, like he's beating people up, but it's just him stealing a yeah, cannibal I, I, I and sucks your food out of the fridge. You, yeah, where he's like, yeah, I ate your salad. Got a problem with that? He goes, yeah, I spent so much time and money on, like, it's part of my, this strict diet. We I'm, And he's like, okay, like, I care. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, just walked away. I'm, and and everyone's like, well, he's kind of a dick now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah like, but it was, it was really well handled, really well written, and, yeah, I enjoyed it. But yeah, we're kind of Hickman fanboys here. But, <laughs> That's um, true. I would actually like to see Jester and Screwball in more things. Like, I know they never will be, and I know they're one-shots. Um, there's some older issues, Amazing Spider-Man, and I say older, like, from a year or two ago, that have a lot of Screwball in them. I'm not sure about Jester so much, but Screwball's shown up a bunch of times. Okay. But, yeah, so we'll see where Spider-Man goes. But in general, we're both enjoying this, this turn. It's, it's, I'm starting to, yeah. So. And, and look, I, I understand when people go, I read Spider-Man for Peter Parker. And Peter Parker, yeah. for the most part, because, I mean, he is there as Blue Force Ghost or whatever, but isn't in this, so that doesn't interest me. And look, I mean, like I said earlier, Spider-Man, and not even Spider-Man, Peter Parker is my guy in comics. So I get that. Well, I'm but, a Ben Riley guy, so that's just me. 
I like Bud Riley too, actually. Um, I would hope so they're the same person. The, the Clone Saga actually reads a lot better in retrospect <laughs> when you're not waiting months and years to find out what the heck is going on. Um, it's still got some really awful stuff in there, but some good as well. Um, but the point is, I understand when people go, regardless of whether I thought the turn was good or not, I'm reading for Peter Parker and he's not here. Yeah. As much. I get that, but for me, the story is still so good that I'm willing to take a six-month, year, year-and-a-half, two-year, whatever it ends up being, not necessarily break from Peter Parker, but just Peter Parker more on the sidelines, because the story is so interesting to me. Yeah. And with the with the foregone conclusion that he will be back, I'm, I'm not worried, and I'm just really getting on this train and riding it, because it's... It's a fun train, yeah. and trains aren't often all that fun. Hey, I loved them when I was a kid. But... I love trains, okay? I was president of the train club in high school, all right? You shouldn't so, tell people that. I, hey, I'm not ashamed of that. So, And therein lies the problem. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so for me, it's, it's a win, and so far I'm, I'm really liking it, and super excited to see where it goes. Yeah, and like I said, it's not my favorite thing, but, uh, you know, well, it's not like I'm ditching the book anytime soon. So, yeah. I think uh, that's all we got, right? Alrighty, have a good week, everybody. Yeah, later, guys. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan F-R-M Jersey.